Hey everybody, welcome to the Fire Escape. Hey, what's up, y'all? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Happy Those end of July. Happy end Happy of July. Happy end of July. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's nice. You know, it just means times moving forward as as it usually does. Well, at least as far as we know. Yeah, as far as we know, time is moving forward. Yeah. I just I did just finish watching Loki, so that kind of like uh uh it it was really hard to figure out. It's very timey. Oh, is it? I haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. I want to. Dude, it's good, good? man. It is really like it, it it was kind of slow at the beginning. I don't know. I think it's the best of the three Marvel live action shows so far. Really? It ended. Than, well, the only one that I saw was the witch one. Oh yeah. Um, actually, I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier was also good. I liked it. I mean, I just like the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general. But I thought that yeah, they they've all done. I mean, for what they are, you know, it's not high art or anything. Uh, but for what they are, they're very good. They're doing interesting things. They're talking about interesting yeah. things. So I find that fascinating. In some capacity, I guess. You talk about you think interesting things are fascinating. Uh, yeah, I guess that is really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's so that's lame, dude. Dude, dude, you like stuff? <laughs> lame, boring. What a nerd, like dude. That kind of is the same way. That is the way that people are, though. Oh yes, a hundred percent. That's the way that people have been about. I know you just recently saw old. I haven't seen old yet, but that's kind of been the way people are about old on Twitter. Although I don't really know if they're like making fun of it as much as like it is kind of a silly like uh, premise. And so it's just like this is a beach that makes you something. Like is 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 the Twitter joke? It's uh, it is well, like like most M Night Shyamalan things. Ninety uh, percent of the takes are wrong. And it is much, much better. I mean, I wanted to see it, and I'm an M. Night Shyamalan fanboy. Me and Ma hang out on the weekend. I says to Ma, Ma. Yeah, me and Ma, we hang out. We go bowling. Uh, It's a deep cut for people who have seen Scrubs Season 8. Yes. Yep. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that scene, isn't that an outtake when he goes, he made a monkey face. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I says to Ma, Ma. No, it's Mon- yeah, it is. It it's one of the, yeah. So if you if you watch the post credits like bloopers yeah. that they did in season eight, uh, about halfway through the final se- like the I guess kind of final season. You know, there's technically a season nine, but that one the could argue that season. that's a spinoff actually, and I would argue that that is a spinoff. It's a different show. It's Scrubs Med School. It's not the same thing. Agreed. It's like saying, Anyways. man, Happy Days really went bad in season two of Mork and Mindy. It's not the same show. Nope. Or Joni Loves Chachi. Not. Or Laverne yeah, and Shirley. That's right. There's a lot of it Happy Days. Connected. Yeah, there's a lot of Happy Days spinoffs. That's what I'm trying to get out of here. Man, Happy Days is a big deal. Yeah, it was. Right on. Um, so old, though. 
while the trailers may seem one way, the movie is very, is different and it's really good. I, I thought it was really good. The acting's kind of bad. Are you trying to tell me that uh, it's not a beach that makes you get old? Well, no, I'm not going to tell you that. But so that's what the trailers just, make it seem. <laughs> but it's not just a beach that makes you old. Well, I figured that. That'd be a, that'd be a very that. short movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like it's the beach good. makes it's you really old, good. man. I don't know. It's over. Sit here and get old. <laughs> I mean, that is definitely the lion's share of the movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> Most, <laughs> you know, a lot of it's just the beach makes you old. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it is that. There's about thirteen percent that is not that, and that thirteen percent is, I, I thought, quite clever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot of things being said in the movie. You know, it's a lot of critiques. It's a lot of it's subver- subversive. You know, so it's like talking about how, like, if you go to the beach and like the sun's gonna make your skin old. Is it like kind of like that? It's kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Not not quite that deep, but yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, is it talking about how uh, American sports are too woke now, and that's why we're not doing well at the Olympics? Wow, dude, you, you really—if you got that from the trailer, whoever cut that trailer did a good job because <laughs> that's exactly what it's about. And like Shyamalan's really for standing for the flag. I don't know if y'all knew mm-hmm. uh, the whole movie is just about standing for the flag. Are we even doing poorly at the Olympics? I don't think we are. I think we're doing just as normal as 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 always. Maybe Dude, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I'm over people having like really strong thoughts on things that they never ever once had a single thought on before in their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. I don't. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Also, leave these people like, alone because like most of these Olympic sports, outside of like baseball and soccer and uh basketball like most of these people aren't like i mean swimming too and golf i mean there's there's plenty of tennis there's lots of like professional things but like you're watching these things and you're like i mean these so people like aren't professional athletes yeah like i mean they are professional athletes but like whoever's They're playing like pro athlete money yeah like whoever's like on you know the synchronized diving team like they don't get paid millions of dollars a year to like synchronize to dive like that's not something anybody does they get to do this once every four years and compete in like some other things and then the rest of their time they have to like i don't know be an accountant or like something else that get that pays them i mean you remember we went to school uh and lived in the same apartment complex as old karani james you remember him Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm I mean, he eventually got paid, but like he was in, he was like, uh, I think he, did he go to the Olympics? He did. I think think so. For Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he, or, or she, I don't remember where anyways. Uh, I mean, he lived in the same apartment complex we did. He ain't had no money and he was Olympian. Yeah. And like, that's the, that, you know, there's some sports where like, you get a little, I mean, he's even in a better position because like when you're in like the field sports and stuff, you get like people recognize like that's an athlete, like they run faster yeah. or jump higher or throw a thing further than anybody else. And like, so they get to do other competitions and they get sponsored by Nike and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like the table tennis players or the archers. Like, what do you think the guy like the <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican dude that had the, the bandana oh, on yeah, who was dude. awesome. Like, what do you think he oh, does normally? Like, because he doesn't just I mean, archery all year. 
he probably does like <laughs> archery competitions. Uh-huh. I assume, you know, I'm sure like, and I'm sure like golf, they pay, you know, he'd probably make, a, yeah, you know, they probably, probably don't pay like event. golf pays, but they probably no, no, pay. No, no, but I'm saying you probably, he probably like, I wouldn't be surprised if he made close to a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like if you're like a top archer in the world, I imagine yeah. you could do enough professional events. You, you get on you the know, cover of archery events. magazine and. Oh Yeah. Dude, you do a sponsorship uh, for I don't know. I assume Shimano makes arch makes bows too because they make everything else. Sure. So yeah, the Olympics probably has to be a huge time for Shimano, mm-hmm. as we oh, yeah. you know, or in all these like small motor like gear things. Because like, oh yeah, I mean this is our time. So we got cyclists, we got everybody that's using little small pulleys and and things like that. They don't have fishing though. Is there no? Is there not fishing? I don't think so. There really should be. That would be awesome. Sure. I mean, now I, I will say this was pretty rad and maybe this is a little cheesy, but I thought I like thought about this for a, a really long time the other day. So obviously skateboarding is in the Olympics now, right? Yes. Um, which is very, which is very cool. Uh, Tony Hawk was, you know, obviously not competing cause he's old. Uh, but he was at the Olympics, you know, taking pictures and doing Tony Hawk stuff. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, dude, there hasn't, I mean, maybe there's another example. Uh, I mean, but short of, you know, uh, no, I mean, I don't know if there is another example that like Tony Hawk, you know, and any skateboarder nerds will, you know, I'm sure that you can cite Steve cab or, you know, Christian Hassoy or, or earlier skateboarders. But if we're being honest, Tony Hawk created skateboarding. Yeah, you know, the way it is now. The, the fact that it is a thing that people are doing it by the millions is because of Tony Hawk, period. Mm-hmm. And so, like, can you think of another Olympic sport, right? An event that's been going on for however many thousands of years or whatever. Uh, Where, like, the godfather yeah, like, of that sport was there? Yeah, I mean, it, it really, because he, he posted about it. And he was like, I really just can't believe that I'm at the Olympics watching skateboarding, was, mm-hmm. you know, and his post was like maybe a little bit flowerier, but that was, that was about it. And I started thinking about it and I'm like, dude, what a freaking trip to be Tony Hawk mm-hmm. and be like, you know, a teenager and skateboarders were, I mean, there was no such thing as, I mean, there were professional skateboarders technically, but there was no such thing as being a skateboarder, like as your career, it does not yeah. exist. Mm-hmm. P- period. Um, there were people who were sponsored and who made some money in competitions or whatever, but there was no, and then to go from that in your teens to now seeing an Olympic sport, like, I don't know that, that, that idea just like got really stuck in my head the other day. And it did like, I just couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about like, that has probably got to be one of the most rewarding athletic experiences and unique athletic experiences ever. Mm-hmm. Oh to yeah. Tony Hawk. Like from this isn't a sport at all. Speaking of look at this article and it's got a picture of Tony Hawk skating on the Olympic thing. Uh, just, yeah. you know, cause he just showed up early and was like, I want to skate the Olympic skate park. Yeah, yeah. And he just gets to, because he's Tony Hawk. Yeah. Like, Dude, not, he's getting after it. He's still good. There's, Oh yeah. He's still good. I don't know. I, it, I mean, it, like, it was almost like an emotional thing of just like, dude, this is really like, this has got to be a very, very intense moment for Tony Hawk and like how badass to be, to be that dude. Uh, yeah, cause cause I was I, never a Tony Hawk fan as a kid. Like he wasn't my favorite skateboarder, 
by a long shot. But now as an adult to look at that dude, I'm just like, damn, dude, that is a really, really incredible thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is anyway. wild. I wonder if there's any other. I, mean, I can't like think of anybody Kelly else Slater who's like mainstreamed surfing. a sport. Yeah, Kelly so Slater would maybe be as close. Did he show up to the but, Olympics this year, though? I don't know. I'm. I don't, who knows? But he's still not Tony Hawk. Like, That's true. No, people and people. Tony yeah, Hawk is, people don't really like, know Kelly Slater. No, no. You have to know that stuff. You know, everyone saw Tony Hawk's Pro State Skater mm-hmm. video game at the movie gallery. You know, like mm-hmm. play on. Anyways, it's pretty cool, man. Pretty damn cool. So there's four new Olympic sports this year uh for this year's olympics skateboarding uh-huh. as we've said surfing yeah. Yeah. sport climbing and karate oh, I interesting I, I thought i heard about sport climbing but i thought for some reason that was going to be at the next one or something karate is a weird one for me that one feels like I, I'm just like i kind of feel like i would feel like that would have happened earlier since i mean wrestling's there and yeah. karate's probably the next the biggest like organized yeah that makes know, sense fighting sport it's like, is there Taekwondo at the Olympics? I don't know. It just kind of feels like a, yeah, just, it's a, that's an, that's an interesting one. Yeah. It would be weird to know when to draw the line. Like you're not going to do a C lot. Let's see know, which ones are like, leaving, uh, this year. Uh, Olympic sports leave. leave yeah. So sometimes, uh, yeah. So I, I am pretty sure that there are some events leave. Let's see. What? Wait, six new sports. I saw four new sports. Do they do like biking or rollerblading? Oh, baseball and softball are coming back. They came back this year. They were not in the past two uh, Olympics. Um, that makes sense because Japan's probably like, but we're good at those. So can we yep. have those back, please? We're just going to. Yeah. Discontinued Olympic sports. Let's see. I wanted to see like I wanted. I I know that there is one that like one of the walk like the long. I think it's like the fifty mile, uh, walk, speed walk is is done after this year. Yeah, let's kick that out. Let's see. No, I don't want to see the ones that are returning. I want to see the ones that are that, that are only, I don't know. This is terrible radio. All I know is I'm pretty sure speed walking is gone, which I like I will be kind of sad because it's kind of like the curling of the Summer Olympics because it's just so goofy to look Dude, at. <laughs> bite your tongue. Curling is a riveting sport. But it's kind of goofy to watch, you know. I watch. It's the only one I watch. It is a good. It's I awesome. mean, uh snowboard snowboard half pipe is pretty great. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, snowboarding has been in for a long time. Yeah, that's what's so weird. Why skateboarding hasn't? Yeah, that is weird. Race walking. Here we go. Let's see. God, why is this such a hard thing? Race walking at the Olympics. Uh, there's like a really difficult. I think that the 50 kilometer men's race walk. So there will there will still be 20 kilometer race walks ah, well, but not the 50 kilometer one yeah what yeah. are the 50 kilometers the one where people like are like shitting on themselves and stuff they shit on themselves 
Yeah, dude. It's a, in the walk? Yeah, it's, it's 50 kilometers is a long walk, man. Do that on the weekends. Me and, me and Ma. Yeah, y'all do 50 kilometers, yeah. Yes, all the time. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think old's about? <laughs> it's about, about speed walking. It's about me and Ma's speed walks. I can't. Okay. I, I really can't. Like, no one wants to talk about this. Clearly, everybody's too upset. <laughs> Clearly, everybody's no too one, upset. No one's talking about it. Yeah, I'm the only one talking about it. I've noticed a real up increase in the frequency of no one's talking about this posts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like why is nobody talking about this? I'm like, I don't know because we talk about everything all the time. And I'm like, I, well, I just kind of get tired. That's really there's it. That, there's that point. But then also like I'll see thousands of why is no one talking about this one specific thing? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think everyone's talking about it. <laughs> yeah. That is the ironic part of it is like, I think we are talking about it. Believe it or not. Yeah. Like I've, I've not been able to not see it. So yeah there are there are very like what's so crazy is like yeah that is like a thing on social media where it's like no one's talking about this thing and i'm like dude i think i know more about like we all know more about what's going on in the entire world than Uh, any other generation before us like yeah nobody you know what i mean like going on in the world than anyone has ever known about anything yeah it's like they're like hey like you know why is no one talking about like I'm trying to even think of like the most recent example of this. Uh, I feel like it was like the most recent thing I saw was like the Kurds. And I was just like, no, man, we do. We are talking about it. I know about it. I knew about it before I saw this one because I saw someone else say, why is no one talking about this? Uh huh. See, I saw a bunch, you know, New York got smoked out by those Portland fires. Yeah. Why is no one talking about this? I'm like, I knew and I wasn't even there. (laughs) Dude, I saw probably, you know, Without being too dramatic, like probably like 15 posts about why is no one talking about the fact that New York City is covered in a fog or whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. it's on local news. It's on national news. It's on everyone's Instagram page. Everyone in New York is taking pictures of the sunset. There's a hashtag. People are talking about <laughs> People it. are talking about it. Something that um, no one actually is talking about is that uh, coal mining strike in, uh, in Alabama, actually. <laughs> That's right. It was like, literally, I've seen one article about it. And it's like, why is no one talking about it? And then no one else mentioned it. Like, I was like, oh, that's the the actual correct time to use that phrase. Why is no one talking about this? This thing that no one's talking about? Yeah. The, yeah. I guess the biggest, the test, the litmus test you need to use, and I understand this is all coming from a good place. I just like to poke a little fun and take the piss out of things. So this is our show and we get to do that. Uh, so if you were want to be like, well, actually it's very important. I know it's important. Okay. I don't care. I don't, I don't, you, you don't care enough either. You just, if you're mad at me, you just want to be mad, you know, and that, that's not my problem. Uh, the, if you, here's the litmus test you should use when you should not use that phrase. If you saw somebody else talking about it, uh, you shouldn't say, why is no one talking about this? Because you got that information from somebody else. So, so clearly people are talking about it. Yeah. Well, I mean like specifically things like I, you saw an Instagram post. Yes. Like if that's the way you heard about it. <laughs> clearly, yeah. You didn't just like mean. hear it from like your buddy, like down at, you know, down the street, like you saw it and like people Posted are talking about internet. it. Uh huh. 
Yes. And you can see how many people have commented and liked that one post. You, you know, can say, I just, I hey, I saw this thing and it's fucked up. Like, if you want to say that, yeah. that's great. Yep. Please just but don't tell no me one, no one's talking about it. <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah, it's a, uh, it to, well, to me, that's like, and this is, you know, whatever, uh, a general thing. There are some well-meaning people out there, but it feels like no one's talking about this. This post is always a virtue signal. It is. Always. Yes. It's because the person who posts that is rarely going to be someone who is a part of the activism surrounding that thing. They they just heard someone else talk about it. And they're like, dude, no one's, I've never heard of this. So no one's talking <laughs> about it. This is the first I'm hearing about it. Like, yeah. really? Interesting. Is it? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's, no. it's not a good story. <laughs> no. David Ayer slams Suicide Squad. The studio cut is not my movie. Uh, so this is his. Oh, it's yeah, like this is not the new slam? one, huh? Does yeah, apparently the slam. Well, no, apparently there's like an emotional, uh, inter- emotional letter. Ayer also praised the Suicide Squad director James Gunn because, mm. like, for whatever reason, I was thinking, oh, is this guy trying to get get out ahead of something? What I think this is is a play to get because uh, Variety, like in their plug, is like hashtag release the air cut question mark. So I think that like basically the new play for like these directors of uh, you know these uh, like especially in DC, but just like comic book movies or, or like blockbuster style movies, mm-hmm. their big play is like to be if the movie is not well received to be especially post the Zack Snyder the Snyder cut thing yeah. is to be like, well, that wasn't my movie. That was the studio cut. And like mine was way better. Trust me. Yeah. And then maybe they'll get a chance to release it and maybe HBO will pay him a bunch of money to like put it on there or something like that. I think that's kind of the the hope mm. for a lot of things. Cause I'm like, I watched the Snyder Jack Zack Snyder's justice league and I'm like, it was better than the justice than regular justice league. It wasn't great. It was better. Yeah. It just wasn't great. So I'm like, I don't really know if David Ayer's Suicide Squad is going to be remarkably better. I mean, like, I'm sure it will be better because that movie was hot garbage. The first one, you mean? Because there's a new one, right? Yeah. So the new one is called The Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, Not Suicide uh, Squad. (laughs) I see. Wildly different, Pete. Yeah, yeah. That's right. What an idiot. I shouldn't confuse (laughs) things like that. Yeah. Apparently the new one's supposed to be good. We'll see. Hmm. It does have uh, Idris Elba in it. That counts. For it something. does, and it's directed by James Gunn, who did the Guardians movies. And so, oh yeah, I, I, like know, I trust him. And you know, the first Suicide Squad, it it still has uh, it's got Margot Robbie in it, and you know that's cool to me. I like, I do like that. I do like that when mm-hmm. movies have her in it. Yeah, it's just it's just generally a good thing to do. Here's the thing about me, see Bob, is for some reason when she does that, like kind of uh i don't even know i guess maybe it's kind of boston-y accent as harlequin mm-hmm. I, I like it <laughs> you know yeah it's like a long island uh type accent i think is it is that what it is yeah yeah it's it's good, like janice I don't know from uh from friends yes there you go yeah i'm uh i like it when she does that yeah i do I too and i normally don't me. like i normally don't like that accent no Nope, me neither. But mm-hmm. did you ever see Birds of Prey? 
Uh, I did. That one? Yeah. Big fan. Like good. It. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. That Same. was the last movie I saw in a theater before COVID. Really? Yeah, and now I've seen two more movies since. Yeah. What did you see? I saw Zola. It was crazy. I don't uh, even know what that is. What's it, I, it wasn't even that crazy. It's based off of a tweet thread, like off of a Twitter thread uh, of what? these two strippers that like went to, went on this like wild trip to Florida. Um, and yeah, it, it was kind of, it was, it was very arty. It was good though. I mean, it, it, it wasn't, you know, it was fine. It was, I don't know if it was good. We'll see, you know? Yeah. It's hard to say. If I, yeah. I was, I definitely am glad I saw it. I just didn't like, I didn't love it. Uh, yeah. and then I saw black widow and that was mm. pretty good. It was, um, it was a middle, you know, a, a medium Marvel movie, uh, somewhere yeah. in the Ant-Man and the Wasp range. Uh, and then I'm going to see the green Knight tomorrow. Hell yeah. Me too. I'm very excited about that same i think it's gonna be very good and i'm really glad you know this, this feels like the one of the first movies in a long time that i got really really excited from the trailer along whenever it was last summer or something when i first saw that trailer and i was like i really i really want to see this i think this is going to be awesome and then everything i've been hearing about it seems to be that it actually is awesome yeah it really yeah. happens for me you it, know it rarely happens and it seems like it's going to be like from all of the reviews and stuff, it seems like it's pretty much universally like it's good. It's something that yeah. hasn't been done before. It is pretty crazy. Uh, it's, it's it's the only like I just can't believe they got it made. That's kind of like when I'm even though it's a twenty four and it's like you know very arty I mean, and stuff. I'm just, just like because of Arthurian <laughs> legend movie or yeah, I'm like how weird it is or what. Well, what? yeah, just like the fact that like you're gonna spend like do a like a really hardcore weird arthurian legend like not one of the one not one of the like the straightforward ones like this one's weird yeah. this one's like a weird yeah. allegory about like nature and yep. it's like i mean like this is one that you like study in high school and it's like really hard to you know there's there's so many different answers like it is you know cl- you know canonical classic literature and it and from a time that kind of like tells us about what was important at the time. It's not like something that easily translates. So like they That's went and true. pitched. Yeah, it's like basically like pitching Canterbury Tales or something like that. And just be like, Yeah, we want Dev Patel to play the lead. Just like, all right, so you're gonna have a brown dude play the lead actor in this really obscure medieval poem. <laughs> and you want yeah. it to have a lot of CGI and like a really big costume budget and like, and also you want it to be kind of an art film. Like I don't like the fat, like what was that? The oh, elevator we, pitch? There were, there will also be no relevant cultural touch points whatsoever. No. Yeah. Like, Oh, is it going to say something about our life now? Nope. Not really. Nope. Maybe it's gonna talk about chivalry. Yeah. And not the way you think like, <laughs> like the really scary like kind. the actual chivalric code. Yeah. Yes. Not like opening a door for a lady. Like it. <laughs> it's like it it's not a, make you feel good it's a story like 100 percent about the honor of the time of like the times yep. that is set in so like yeah it just seems like a i'm i'm so pumped that they got this made i do not know why someone said yes i'm glad they did but it just sounds like a like from the jump you're just like this sounds like a terrible idea like this sounds like this won't work 
Yeah. Well, you know, for <laughs> for many reasons, I'm glad A24 is making it because I like A24 a lot. But uh, for one, one of those reasons is that the lame Trumpy crowd doesn't really watch A24 movies, I don't think. Uh-huh. And that is a good thing on account of I would be so pissed if like the overwhelming thing about this movie was just that like there's I've always cared about Arthurian legend and there aren't brown people. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. like they would just all of a sudden care a lot about the color of uh, a mythical of Sir Gawain. Yes. And, uh, and you know, and that just would, I, that's just too much for me. I don't need it. I, I'm over, you, I'm over them caring about stuff. You know, the movie is going to be, you know, the movie is great and weird when like all of the trailers for it, like they aren't showing you, they, they're showing you what's happening, but they're also like, someone has to narrate like kind of what the movie is about. Like, you know what oh, I yeah. mean? It's basically like, yeah. So like, I don't know if, if listeners, if you haven't watched any of the trailers, go on Instagram and like find the trailers. Cause they also kind of explain to you the context of the story. Uh, oh, yeah. because, because basically if you went in without knowing that you wouldn't be able you, or you just would be like, I'm not going to go watch this. I don't know what this is. Wait, so some guy just chopped off a tree's head? Yeah, dude, that's and the Green Knight. Looked at it. I don't. Yeah, man. It's the Green Knight. <laughs> you know, wild. He represents something, I guess. Really wild. Yeah, dude, it's like man's struggle with nature. Yeah, you know, survival. I don't struggle it's with the, nature. It's the order versus chaos, man. That's facts. And that's facts. Yeah, dude. I actually really loved Sir Gawain and the Green Knight in high school. Like, Same. I don't know that I understood what was going on at all, but I really enjoyed reading it. That's like one of the few that I remember liking. Uh, well, that makes sense. It's he's that that story is one of the uh, that story is one of the big influences on Tolkien, and he's probably he was probably one of the foremost scholars really? on Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, he loved it. Whoa. I mean, I guess it's a great story because no one really knows what no one knows who wrote it. It almost burned in a fire. Like (laughs) it's, it's just this like weird story that has somehow survived for hundreds of years that we don't know who wrote it. We don't know really know when they wrote it. We know that we kind of like know that when they wrote it based on like the other stories of Arthur and like the Knights of the round table. So it had to be like inspired by those. But it, it probably wasn't written by the same people, so it's like an early fan fiction, or you know, it's, it's like exp- that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's like extended, it, it, like expanded universe. <laughs> uh, so they don't. It's not written by the same whoever did the Arthurian, the, the original Arthurian legend. Uh, yeah, is it Sir Thomas Mallory, or well, we don't really know who did the original Arthurian legends. We know La Morte de Arthur, I think, is Sir Thomas Mallory. I think. Let yeah. me, and that's the one that's like has most of the stories uh but yeah, yeah. let's see i'm looking at they were they were kicking around before that one they might have been yeah thomas mallory wrote that uh when was that that is the 1400s it's a 15th century middle english prose reworking by sir thomas mallory of tales about the legendary king arthur so no one knows where any of these stories came from it's pretty wild dude yeah do you you think that they're like 
it feels like you know good old fashioned folklore. Mm-hmm. But like, do you think that there's any truth to King Arthur? Uh, like yeah. I mean, I'm sure that in the same way of like the like the Iliad, you know, there there's there's probably pulling things from, you know, there's probably characters that are subbed in for you know there, there there's probably like some basis in real historical yeah. characters where so in the like, do you think there is like a, a guinevere or uh i hope so man any of those things i hope so that's what i would say yeah, she, she sounds hot dude. yeah she sounds hot man Anyways, that's really cool i haven't really thought about king arthur in a long time people don't be yeah, thinking sure. about king arthur yeah, dude. They should they be. They should be thinking about it. Dude, and then it's got like, let's see, who all, I wonder who's playing Merlin in The Green Knight. Let's see. Old Marvin. Oh, oh Merlin. Merle. The Green Knight Review, Monty Python and the Seventh Seal is the headline for the New York Times, whatever that means. Uh, Let's see. yeah. Uh, cast here we go. Dev Patel, obviously. Aaron Kellyman as Winfred. Dev Patel is playing Gawain. If we didn't get on that uh, before, uh, it's loading. Mm, Alicia Vikander as Essel slash the Lay. I don't even know who that is. Like, there's so many characters that I'm like, I don't know any of these people. Sean Harris is the king. I would imagine Arthur. Where's where Merlin at? I can't wait. Is he in it? He should be. I don't remember if he was in it or not. I thought I saw it on one of the. Uh, I saw. I thought I saw it on Merlin, one of the things. Merlin Payne himself. Old Merlin. Hal would know. He would. But alas, he is in. From Germany. Uh, Wrong Germany. <laughs> wrong Germany. Nope. Mm. Not, not yeah, wrong Germany. Anyways, yeah, it looks good. Uh, I'm excited about it. That's important. You it's important to be excited, excited about? about things. What's that? This uh, to borrow, uh, t- you know, the the term at least I associate it with our friend Caitlin Durante. Uh, Jungle Paddington Cruise oh. looks like a romp, dude. Oh, it does look like a romp, man. I'm sure it's like not good, but I want to watch it. Like, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, very just, soon. It also like I knew that like so I knew I was into it, and I knew as soon as I saw the the trailer for it that you would be into it because like. It's the vibe, isn't it? It's just like the yeah. way it looks. Like 100%. it's it's like the era, because uh, like I think both of our like one of our both one of both of our biggest dreams is to be a non problematic version of a very problematic <laughs> uh, explorer. <laughs> yes, yeah. If being an explorer in like the nineteen twenties or teens wasn't like <laughs> super wasn't racist, a, yeah, it wasn't really bad. Uh, that's my dream. Mm-hmm. I just I want to have a pith helmet and a mustache and to just like a, a machete and just like hack my way through the jungle. 
Yeah, dude. Like, I want to live the first half of Peter Jackson's King Kong. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah, that's as soon as I saw that was going on here, and I guess this is the Amazon or something. I was like, I'm in. Mm -hmm. I'm here, dude. Yep. On on, it's gonna be great. And there's like a you know a weird Art Deco like pre Nazi era submarine like kind of steampunky submarine situation. Awesome. Gotta love into it. Gotta love it. I'm sure there's going to be some like you know semi-racist jungle magic involved. Yep. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to lie. In movies, I'm here for it. I like a little bit of jungle magic. I can't help it. Yeah, you know, especially uh, when it's in that specific type of uh, based on a Disney ride style. You know. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's just going to be. There's just going to be some inexplicable people with magic powers. Let's just hope it's you know? like part the first parts of the Caribbean movie and not like the third one. Yeah. Agreed. Which can like the fact that part the first parts of the Caribbean movie is uh shockingly Great. good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, like the premise like it it should when you think about like oh this is a movie based off this is a movie franchise based off of a ride. Um that it makes yeah. sense that the like two and three make sense that they are the way they are. Yeah. The they first one turn and wink at the camera like 10 times. Yeah. The first one is like, you're like, Oh, this is, I think, I mean like I was also at the right age for it, but like I am like to also, you know, borrow a uh, friend of the pod, Caitlin, uh, her word. It is a romp. Like the first part of the Caribbean yeah. is, it's a romp, man. There's nothing. There's nothing to not like about it. It's great. But Love there's it. also there's also like really like genuinely great moments in that first movie. Yeah, dude. Like there's there's some good jokes and whatever, but there's also some like some really really good moments that are like, man, that's kind of scary. Like this is well written. That was a good line. Dude, yeah, Jeffrey Rush, great as Barbosa. Yeah, he's also he, yep. he's like. He's the one thing that even throughout the rest of the movies, like he's yep. still great. Every time he's he always shows great. up, he's just yeah. good. He's just he's just what it needs. Ooh, I did send you. Speaking of great British actors, he, even though he might be Australian, same thing. Uh, True. Once was British, you know. Who wasn't? Uh, the news from that. Uh, the Amazon Lord of the Rings series is filming in uh, London doing like some pickup shoots in London. I don't know if you saw read the whole thing underneath that uh, children of Tolkien Instagram post I sent you, but we might be getting old Gandhi in the, in the show. That's what they, cause basically they did some of those things. Like they, they shot some stuff on, you know, off uh, set in the first movies for the older actors uh, for Christopher Lee and Ian Holm and nothing, you know, if we're talking about uh, making accommodations for an older British actor and you're filming it in London uh, and it's, and it's Lord of the Rings based. I just, you know, I got a guess and my guess is Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, dude. Gotta be, gotta be. I mean, the only other person that would like, would be possible who would like is known to make a big fuss would be old uh agent H- smith hugo weaving i was thinking the same thing mm-hmm. he's a punk he is man uh, he didn't want to be would, in would, in uh infinity war yeah 
Instead what an of idiot. Internal machines or whatever. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be in a stupid comic book movie. I'm going to be in <laughs> Mortal Engines. That's what it was. I'm going to be in the movie where London is a tank. Yeah, that's good. That's art. Yeah, what, yeah, a, what a fool. I, I, it would be way cooler if it was uh, for Gandalf, though. Yeah, dude. Daggum old myth reindeer. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that... Uh, gosh, dude, I cannot wait for that show to come out. It's not going to come out for I don't know how long. Ever. Probably next year. At the earliest. Dude, I'm very ready. I'm pretty ready myself. Um, you know. Did you know that uh, Christopher Lee met Hitler? Tolkien. No, I'm just kidding. Met Tolkien? Tolkien? I think I did know that. Yeah. He's the only only cast member, obviously, but he's also one of those dudes that just like if you if you heard anything about him, you'd be like, Yeah, okay, sure. Like he's actually been to the moon, but uh, all oh, right. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. I, I would that, like I'd be I'd it. I'd like check that in my mind to be like I'm gonna like I, I'm not gonna sit here like I know that you're just making up something but like if you told me that seriously I would like make a note in my mind to be like well let me go check on that but I'm not gonna deny that he went to the moon outright I'm not gonna be like that's ridiculous no. he didn't go to the moon like because I'm like I don't know I mean he did like do spy shit in in World War Two so who yeah, am I to man. judge no. He's done, I, yeah. You you could tell me just about anything that was cool, and I would readily believe it. Mm-hmm. Man, R.I.P. Christopher Lee. Yeah, for real. Gone too soon. Gone, but not I forgotten. Mean, you did voiceover work for Rhapsody. That's all you need to know, dude. <laughs> Man, he just played. He just played uh, Saruman for a metal band. And Count Dooku. Yep. Damn. What a guy. Yeah, he he really is. Uh, he really was something else. R.I.P. C. Lee. Yep. Rest easy. Yep. Uh, Dude, speaking of R.I.P. is Dusty Hill, man. Oh, man. Pour out some uh, beard shavings. Yeah. And For a real. bass string, R- I guess. I don't I don't know what, what else. Uh, pour out some cheap sunglasses. Yeah. R.I.P. Dusty Hill. Freaking sucks. I've seen, I saw so many. No one gets quite as emotional as like dads when uh, an old rock star dies. <laughs> that is true. Oh, dude, I am I not like, prepared really for when Bruce Springsteen dies. No one is, dude. Jersey's going to crumble up. <laughs> it's just all going to go. I don't know, dude. It just kind of fucking feels like uh, we just can't make it on anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, <sighs> man. We thought about it. Uh, what happens if like another 9-11 happens or something like who's gonna make the song (laughs) 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 who fucking told us what to do about old baseball fields what are we gonna do i just like i don't know man like i don't know if i can watch the giants anymore like don't say that don't say that (laughs) stop man you can't go back from that no i'm just kidding i'm just dude i'm just kidding okay i'm not even fucking crying okay what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) whatever you're gay okay you are. I'm not crying, okay? I'm not crying. Dude, I don't I don't cry. I didn't cry. I never cry. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. You want to get a baby. cannoli? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. That's what happened. And that's what yeah, that's what'll happen. <laughs> we previewed it. <laughs> oh man. 
Oh Lord. Yeah. He's a colleague of ours, you know, he, he's a podcaster as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're the same. Colleague. And my colleague, Bruce, what? Well, we both host podcasts. Yeah. We're, we're two guys hosting a podcast. He and Obama are two guys hosting a podcast. What's different? Same thing. Same thing. It's the exact same thing. (laughs) Oh, I keep forgetting that they host the podcast together. Yeah. I don't even remember what it's called anymore. It's it doesn't, something. It doesn't matter. Obama and Bruce Springsteen's podcast. I'm sure it's uh, medium. Yeah, just like medium us. I'm not saying. Ass, you mean? I'm not saying anything bad about that. We're medium, you know. Sometimes. Yeah. No, nah, we're great. Yeah. Maybe well, the best podcast. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, don't let Bruce. He'll have words for you in the coffee room. Um. We didn't. We forgot to say up at the top, but uh, we are a podcast that is sponsored by the Colloquial, uh, and there's some cool stuff on the Colloquial right now. Peter, do you have any uh, any recommendations? I think you had a piece that just went up. It might have gone up today. Yes, it did. Yeah, I wrote a review of an old game. It's been out for a very long time called Gone Home. But you should play it. It's Has really it been cool, out for a actually. long time? I mean, I guess a long yes, time in video game standards. 2013. Oh wow. So it's like, it's uh, old. Old, I, I thought it was like from like two years ago, not almost a decade no, ago. No, no, it's old. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty old. Um, yeah, it's really good. And then there's, uh, let's see, what else was up, went up today or the other day? Oh, uh, Presidential Christian Coleman. Yeah. He wrote a, I read it. And Is I it really Christian or it. Christopher oh. Coleman? Christopher, maybe it's Christopher. He goes it's hard back to say. Yeah. Uh, hard to say. Uh, no, his was, what was it? What was it? What was it? It was, Caleb's was on presidents. America's culture war as a religious conflict is the title of Christian's article. It, that was it. I did enjoy it. Even though I couldn't remember the title of it. Uh, makes a pretty good argument, actually. It does. He's had some good ones. Uh, and then we have a few, uh, we have a few more coming up in the next, uh, we'll, we'll te- maybe, maybe we live in the matrix. Who knows? We had an old podcast episode about that. I might tag that in the article. We know. Yeah, I know that we don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's right. I think. I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, But yeah, we got a lot of good stuff going on. Please go on there and subscribe to the newsletter. Um, I promise you it's good. Judging by our metrics, the reason why I say I promise you it's good is Judging by our metrics, that a lot of the people who receive it do, in fact, open it and read things, which usually means it's good. Um, or at least click on it and look at it. We don't know if they can read or not. Yeah, we, we yeah they at least click through the links. Um, and, uh, you know, so that means it's good. I, I think our numbers, our, our percentage numbers, at least, are similar to uh, the newsletters that are sent out by outlets like The Atlantic and The New York Times and The New Yorker. So we're at least as good as that. Yeah, I mean, percentage-wise, that's that's probably pretty true. I like to think of ourselves as the New Yorker for the everyman. You know, that's what I really yeah, like to think of ourselves. We're like the Toledo, or <laughs> yeah, uh, we're the Clevelander. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Philadelphia. I re- I returned from uh, that reminds me of uh, there is a Mark Twain quote that I just learned from past guests. Uh, Zach Taylor, uh, that I saw out in, not the president, uh, of Van Bellman fame, him as well. But Mark Twain apparently said, uh, 
America has three great cities, uh, New York, New Orleans, and San Francisco. Everywhere else is Cleveland. I was like, <laughs> I thought about it for a second. I was like, that's kind of right. Like it doesn't, it's not saying necessarily that those places are bad. It's just saying that none, they're all this kind of the same. Like there's nothing like specifically unique about them. Like they're just like, yeah, it's a city. It's like, it's yep. a city. It's a place that has buildings and like there's history and stuff there, but there's nothing like really uniquely weird about it uh, or like yep. very specific about it. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you know, Cleveland's probably, it's got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man. That's great. You know, I'm sure it's very similar yep. to St. Louis. I've never been to Cleveland. I've been to St. Louis. I've been to Cincinnati. I'm from Birmingham. Been to Nashville, been to Atlanta, been to Charlotte, been to Philadelphia, been to a lot of places. And like, yeah, man, you know, the people are different. Places are just kind of the same. Philadelphia uh, is at least old enough to where it, it's there's different. Cleveland's old. It. Yeah, but is it Philadelphia old? No, no. But I mean, Philadelphia and Boston are kind of similar. I they mean, ain't yeah, like New true. York, you know. True. Just say, yeah, also, yeah, you gotta you also gotta remember that uh, you gotta remember too that Mark Twain is saying this in uh, the late 1800s. So. Yeah, take yeah, that with a grain of mark, true. you know? That's true, dude. He, he doesn't even know about Tampa. Yeah, he did he not know so. about Tampa. If he knew about don't Jacksonville, about he would have he would have been real yeah. quiet. He would have he would have said is- he would have said America has four great cities. Or he would have said America has one, one great city. Jacksonville, yeah. everywhere else is Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, dude. Duval. He, even- <laughs> he ain't he ain't even never seen Memphis. <laughs> tell you something. I don't know who Mark Twain is exactly, but I'll tell you right now, he's never been to Dothan, Alabama. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he ain't never oh, watched. Uh, he ain't he never. Probably has been to Dothan. Yeah, probably. He ain't never watched uh, Dale take a take a corner down at Daytona. So that's right. He don't know shit, man. That's all I gotta say. Uh, Let that boy see the intimidator take a hot lap. See if yeah. he's got something smart to say. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, I will say uh, after having just visited San Francisco, San Francisco is like the Bay area in general. Very interesting. It is very unique. I don't know if I'd ever want to live there. Um, oh, yeah, but I it is cool. There. I want to know about it. It seems like a cool place. I will. This will be my closing statement today. Uh, I mean this in the most complimentary way possible, but the Castro is the gayest gay neighborhood I've ever seen. Like, I mean, I don't know exactly what that means, but I don't, you know, just I, like, I'm going to assume you're correct. Think about the West village during, or think about the West village in like, it's like the beginning of June, like gearing up for pride, like the weekend yeah. before the pride, the pride parade. Like, think about that. Uh-huh. And that's what sure, the Castro is like all the time. <laughs> like Damn. it was like it's that on like just up. a week. It was, just, you know, like they had, you know, for our listeners that live in suburban America, uh, specifically in like red state suburban America, you'll know what I mean by this of like, you know, like the car lots that have like an obnoxiously large American flag to prove just how patriotic they are. Mm-hmm. Don't I ever. Yeah. So like, you know, it'll be like freaking 12 feet by 20 feet, just massive and like blowing in the wind. You're like, how did they even make that? Like, how did they get that up there? That has to like, they have to like really reinforce that flag pole so it doesn't pull over. Like the flag it's like, so big, it doesn't even really move, but like three or four times a year. Yes. Uh, 
so in the Castro, they have one of those, but a rainbow flag outside of a soul cycle. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is, that is pretty gay. Like <laughs> technically speaking. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's just like, yes, it is. Cause like I had a theory for a little bit about how in the South, I felt like specific, this, this theory came about after being in Atlanta of like, maybe when you're living in like an area that is like really antagonistic towards you, you have like your pride is upped even higher. Um, and so like, you, you know, you're kind of more, you're more like, no, this is our spot. We're staking our place. And I thought that I was like, yeah, cause like that makes sense. Like sometimes I see like even in Birmingham, like, you know, in like the, mm-hmm. the gay bars in Birmingham are very like, we want you to know that we're a gay bar. And I was like, yeah. okay, well maybe it has something to do. Maybe it's just a thing where, you know, if you're in an area where it's less, uh, you know, where you're, where you're more discriminated against, you're going to be, you know, kind of like double back and like be more out and proud. And yeah. then San Francisco just blew that entire theory up in my face. Cause I was like, Oh, yeah. okay, well never mind. I guess like just also, nope. I guess just also, this is just a place where people are just like, no, we want to be as like, we want to be the gayest we can possibly be like, I'm just like, great, man. Like this is, I'm really happy for you. I'm glad you found a place. So if you're a gay listener of our show, go and you haven't visited San Francisco. I think you'd really like it. Uh, that's all I have to say. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I just think you'd like it. I mean, I don't know. Like it's kind of like, I, it's the same way. Like it, like when I saw the, the trailer for a jungle cruise and I was like, I think Pete would really like this. Uh, like <laughs> this is the way I feel about the, I like the Castro. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, man, I don't know. There was a guy wearing all per He was wearing purple, uh, running short, like short running shorts, a purple yeah. shirt, like uh yeah. like just a purple t-shirt a purple fur coat over that shirt and then sure. purple platform tennis shoes that were i'm not kidding the platforms were 18 inches tall mm. and they were like That's foam purple similar. also and he was just like that was just it wasn't that abnormal because then i also saw two dudes who were just fully nude having a conversation well not fully nude they were wearing a cowboy hat and like a gold sparkly cock sock but oh. <laughs> but for all intents and purposes <laughs> yes and i was just like oh okay this is like i don't know it was kind of like it was just really interesting like it was such a weird not weird i mean weird because it's it's just not what i was expecting i was expecting like oh like the village or you know like i've been in lots of gay neighborhoods and stuff and i was like i was like oh you know i thought it was just gonna be like a historic you know like like Sheridan Square and Christopher Street and like that and yeah. like it's like this is where gay people used to hang out back in the day when you know <laughs> to stay safe yeah yeah no they they've kept the Castro they have kept it and it's it's only become gayer <laughs> it's like oh yeah it's like it's like you're at you're backstage at RuPaul's Drag Race it is <laughs> it, <laughs> it's they've 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 held fast there's a store called oh. Knobs that's all I have I mean it's just there's oh, a store called Knobs. Boy. Yep, that's all you need to know. So that's my, my my parting thought. It's just like I don't know if you're one of our listeners and and you're gay and you haven't been to the Castro in San Francisco, you just you really should. Really, any of our listeners should just go. You know, I had a great time. I had a great empanada. There you go. At Knobs? No, it's a cl- that's a clothing store. That's ridiculous, Pete. I got it at a brewery. Oh, you're right. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. The brewery was called it. Woods. 
That's not a joke. I feel like I knew that already. <laughs> there was a pretty good, there was a, there was a, it looked like a, a decent deli called Hot Johnny's. Sure. Yep. And a pizza place called the Sausage Factory. Man, they, yeah, they really are steering into it full bore, huh? Yeah. Oh, full bore was across the street. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very good. Pete, well, do you have any final thoughts? Full tour. Um, I don't know. I don't have any final thoughts. I don't really. I mean, no, I don't. Oh, okay. Just pleasantly looking at the New York skyline from my roof. You know, well, that's my thought. We're going to roll out on uh, uh, my finest work yet uh, from my finest work yeah. yet by Andrew Bird. Follow run because uh, it's a good song. You can find us at Firescape Pod on all social medias, firescapepod at gmail.com, firescapepod.com for past episodes, thecolloquial.com, that's T-H-E-C-O-L-L-O-Q-U-I-A-L.com. If you want to know about the world, um, you can read a lot of stuff there that nobody is talking about, including us. No one's talking about it. If you see something that we're talking about that nobody's talking about, then you should talk about it because nobody's talking about it. Um, Sign up for the newsletter. It's good. I promise. Uh, And it'll help you know when new stuff comes, including new episodes of this podcast and news about this podcast. But you're probably already subscribed to that. So subscribe to the newsletter too. You can find me on social medias and anywhere at Coulter Levi. You can find me at the Instagram, buttermilk underscore. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's it. I love this song. I do too. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. We got. I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it?